I wanted to talk to you about a different movie though. Um, yeah. So you saw Black Adam yesterday. Yeah. So crazy that you'd see him. We haven't even like talked about Black Adam, like like about getting excited for it, but we're gonna talk about the movie itself just because it's a DC movie. Um, we're not gonna spoil anything. Well, you haven't even seen it. Yeah, but I know what happens in it. I did just tell you a lot of what happened. Everything I had told you, though, I predicted correctly. Oh. So it, it seems like it, it seems up. like I was gonna say it seems like a very predictable movie. Um, no, I was, we were talking about different movies that we're excited for. Um, you know, what movie I am excited for is uh, Avatar Two. No, not at all. Couldn't care. But that'll be fun when we get to rewatch that. Um, Ghost of Tsushima movie. Did they release a trailer? No. They still have to do casting. But it's confirmed, and I'm really excited for that movie. Cool. I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, it's it's an awesome game. I don't know how they're going to make a movie out of it. What do you mean you don't know how they're going to make a movie out of it? Who's directing the movie? I don't know. The only reason what do I'm you excited... know about this movie? They announced this movie. What is there anything else associated with it? And they want to film the movie entirely in Japanese. Good. Because you're not telling Japanese... me that's not going to be sick. I have been on record saying that Japanese is probably the coolest language to listen to. People in like whenever like I've the two episodes or three episodes of anime I've ever watched. I, if you'd turn off the subtitles, they could be talking about like changing laundry over. And I'm like, this is the coolest stuff I've ever heard. Bro, you should you should really watch Bullet Train. There's some Did Japanese scenes. Yeah, I Bullet Train is a great movie. I okay. really, really liked Bullet Train. Better than I mean, uh, it's a dumb movie. Like it's a dumb movie, but it's fun. It's like a ton of fun. Okay. I'll have to give it a watch at some point. I honestly would equate it to the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad isn't dumb, though. I, okay, I guess this is dumb, but it's like the same level of fun. Okay, all right. Like, the Suicide Squad is like one of the most fun superhero movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's up there. It's really enjoyable. Really enjoyable. It's great. Bird. Um, well, so I, there's two routes that we can go and I'll let you pick. Do you want to talk about your Batman news or do you want to talk about Andor? Um, let's just brush over the Batman news real quick then. Um, so they, Warner Brothers announced, like for some reason on one day, they just dropped a bunch of news at once. Did, Did Warner Brothers officially announce it? I thought those were just reports. Um... Uh, bah, 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 bah. I'm trying to okay. Oh, come on, now where did the... I didn't have this pulled up because I didn't think we were talking about this. The Batman Rogues Gallery news. Um. Okay, CBR. Let's see what they say. Okay, from CBR, the Batman Rogues Gallery film series in development with Matt, director Matt Reeves. Um, okay. It's an, it, it's just basically just like your Ghost of Tsushima news. Um, 
reported by the Hollywood Reporter, Reeves is not only working on the sequel on a sequel to the Batman, but also quietly developing a film series centered around both well-known and obscure Batman villains, including Scarecrow, Clayface, and Professor Pig, among others. These projects are in very early development, but Reeves is taking meetings with writers and directors to expand the Batman universe. Okay, here's my concern: Is this one movie, or is this three separate movies? It's a series. I don't know what it that that means. Okay, here's my concern. I don't want them to start making this too big of a universe. I want it to stay small. Like, I'm well, fine if, like, they start expanding and, like, bring people in. But bringing in Clayface, that's going to be tough. I, I'd have to see what they do with it, but I trust Matt Reeves, given on what he delivered in the Batman and what he's probably going to deliver with the Penguin series yeah the penguin series i have no concern that happens colin farrell said he read the first script and it's like he says it happens like a week after the movie ends i'm so excited dude i am so excited for that show to come out yeah that that show's gonna be phenomenal and i hope it's only hope. like eight episodes i hope it's only like five to eight episodes well well given disney it's not on disney plus so it's gonna be good yeah that's true hey well we're about to suck about a disney plus show uh, well their track record thus far is pretty abysmal when it comes to like six episode series that's true um it's exciting i think i clayface is the only thing that like i have hesitation on a series of movies based off of these characters i'm just curious on where it's going to build up to I don't want them to expand outside of like superhero wise. I don't want to, them to expand outside of like the normal bat family. No, I th- I think this is going to be very like a Gotham centric universe. I don't think, I don't think they're well, going to go anything beyond that. I think this is where Matt Reeves probably has no issue with that. But I think Warner brothers and discovery might be like, Oh, you should bring in uh what is it all-star superman or something you should do like the uh, what's the word for batman and superman uh, there's like a, a crossover slow... yeah no but there's like a term for both of them i don't remember what it was i, I don't know if it's like I, I don't know there's a comic series of like batman and superman together but i don't want them to start expanding and like oh there's all these other superheroes and here's superman and here's green lantern I, I think Matt that. Reeves would walk. I think he would, honestly, I think Matt Reeves would walk if that was the case. But they still have Robert Pattinson. Oh, so well, like, here's the deal. And then if he walks, then I know whatever's coming out is going to be crap. No offense to whoever's directing it, but like, it's not what it was. Well, so that's just my concern <clears throat> is that like, you can ruin these properties by like trying to get them. Look at Marvel. They're doing the same thing. They sh- I I firmly believe after Endgame they should have had like a five year hiatus. Well, that's what I said too because then they would have caught up to the year that they're actually in. Because yeah. it was in 2018, 2019. It took a five year break. It would have been caught up to then where we were in the real world. <laughs> it would have been perfect. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. Because then the well, hype, the hype around like going back into a Marvel movie would have been insane. Yeah, there's no hype anymore. That's not true. No. I'm actually pretty hyped for Black Panther, but um, that'll be good. 
I don't know. So, okay, we don't even know about, like, Warner Brothers' deal with Matt Reeves. Like, we don't know about that. We don't know if they're going to bring... I don't know what All-Star... What's All-Star Superman? All-Star Superman is... What's the word for... I I don't remember. All-Star Superman is just Superman. But... All-Star Superman is a 2011 film. No, don't look up All-Star Superman. That's not the right thing. I just said that. Now you're taking that and running with this. Look at me. This is me running away with it. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I think okay, it's like we wor- it's world's finest. That's what I think they're called. Okay. <clears throat> um, whatever. I just want to talk about the characters that they're pulling. I can understand the concern about Clayface. That's fine. I have to see what he does with it. However, I am very excited to see Jonathan Crane in the Batman universe. I think he, like, yeah, like he's been in the arkham series a bunch and he was in the nolan trilogy but that's because scarecrow is such an interesting villain to have professor pig you have to make a rated r you have like that you cannot do a professor pig and not make it rated r yeah they were pushing the line with the first batman movie with like the way that the riddler was uh killing people yeah they were really pushing the line with some of that stuff so I think so if you people... really want to go full in on him. Mm-hmm. But like people who don't know who Professor Pig is, because I can hear like mom or dad, mom probably, because she, she listens to all of them. Mom listening is like, who's Professor Pig? Well, Professor Pig is this guy who, he wants to create the perfect human being, right? Yes. And so he like kills people, dismembers them, takes parts of their bodies, attaches them to other one. It's It's, it's horrifically like in Batman Arkham Knight is when I was first exposed to him. And it was, it's a, it's really gruesome and it's really intense. I think he's in Arkham origins as well. Is he really? I would love to have a Arkham origins like type of movie. <clears throat> what do you mean? Arkham origins, like a, a winter Batman movie. We've never yeah. had like a winter type of Batman. I think that'd be phenomenal. It would be fun. This is going to sound dumb, but Batman's a seasonal character. Batman's only interesting, like, between the fall and, like, the winter months. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, oh, it's a hot summer Summer night. Yeah. (laughs) Batman's only interesting when it's, like, snowing or when it's, like, raining out or it's, it's like, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I stand by this. I really wish Warner Brothers would do a re-release of the Batman around Halloween, and I would like, because it was supposed to come out like I think this time, la two last year, last yeah year. last year, because it came out this year. Yep, the movie was supposed to come out like five years ago. So you were convinced it was never going to happen. I I'm beyond surprised that this movie. Well, the movie was supposed to be with Ben Affleck at first, and it was supposed to be a Deathstroke movie, which would have been cool. It but... would have been. We were talking about Ben Affleck earlier. <clears throat> Which I would have watched as well. I think that would have been cool, but I'm glad that we got what we got as well. I think both would have been interesting. Um, I'm happy, though. I'm pleased with what we got. For this, though, I don't know. Again, I'm just concerned. Like, I, I want to know what their end goal is with this because I don't want... I, I really don't want to be 10 years from now where we're like at our 7th or 8th Batman movie. Like, in the series, I guess. Not like... Not like 7th or 8th Robert Pattinson Batman movie, but like 7th or 8th in like the universe. I don't want to have 
Robin and Nightwing and then Red Hood, like solo movies, and then another rogues gallery. I want them to, you know, do your end game with the Joker because I think that's what they're going to set up and then just be done. Yeah, I will do I don't think we're going to see the sequel of the Batman for another two years it's gonna at least. Three. You think it'll be three? Productions of movies, they take like eight months to shoot. Yeah. And they're not even, I don't think they're done writing the script yet. No, yeah. So I think it's going to be like probably three or four months of to finish writing the script for this movie. And then I'd probably say they're going to start filming. Well, mark your date. I... I bet you they'll probably start filming like the end of March or early April is when they're going to start filming. I would, I'm going to say summer 23, they start filming. Yeah. End of April. I I would say. I'd say May end of April, May is when they start filming again. Probably. I agree. If they're assuming that they're able to get everybody back because I think, uh, what's her name? What the Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, Zoe Kravitz would. I assume she's she's coming back because her character like said she was going to Bloodhaven, but I can't imagine she was a hit in this movie. I can't imagine they wouldn't try to find a way to bring her back in. Um, yeah, and then what's his name's Jeffrey Wright, correct? Yep. I don't see any issues with him not coming back. Robert Pattinson, obviously, he'd come back. Andy Circus don't see any issues there so and that's like all you really need then colin farrell you could but i honestly wouldn't mind if he was he doesn't need to be in this movie they're already expanding upon him in his own show like yeah but i want him to be in it you could go a different route you could bring in uh what the heck's his name not falcone what's his name the other guy sal maroney maroney you could bring him in like i don't need to see more of um i you could introduce black mask instead in like place of the penguin like i would love to see black mask i you know what i would i'd rather see a black mask movie instead of a Clayface movie i'll be honest i would rather see roman cyanus show up in the penguin series and like you see the war between like a gang war between the penguins crew and black mask I don't know. They have a lot of stuff that they could expand upon. I think Black Mask is someone that's been heavily underutilized, which is that sort of like was one of the big draws for Arkham Origins as well, where it wasn't spoilers. It wasn't originally Black Mask who hired out the villains, the bounty hunters for Batman, but people thought it was. And something like like that is just cool. I like the twist in Arkham Origins when it turns out to be the Joker. It makes sense. And people are like, oh, it's always the Joker. It's like, who else is it gonna be like you're an idiot if you actually believe like you like sorry you're not an idiot but you know like it's the joker it's batman and the joker that is what it always is yeah i'm not i mean i know uh what's it gotham knights came out today and i don't think people like it i've been i was on steam reading reviews and it's really mixed so i'm gonna wait i'm not gonna get it now I'm, gonna I'm not going to get it in general. <laughs> well, if it, all of a sudden, like, it improves and people say it's amazing, I'd maybe I'd give it some time if it's on sale, but... I got no interest. I just love Arkham Knight so much, I don't think I'll ever... That's the only game I just, like, consistently will replay. 
Yeah, Arkham Origins came out at the wrong time. It wasn't created on a powerful engine. Like yeah. it, it, it should have been. Well, I think it was Unreal Engine that did it, but I don't think it wasn't optimized. Like Arkham Origins came out a year too early. If Arkham Origins was pushed back one more year, the graphics would have been insane because that came out in between City and Night. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. Hey, they really should have had the Batmobile in that movie. What? Who's Tyler? Uh, some dumb spam call. Hey, it's Tyler. Friday the 21st. I'm following up on the financial hardship you've spoken to our department about. Yes, I am going through financial hardships. This podcast is. Give us money. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess, yeah, we were just, we didn't think we'd talk about it for this long. But I, these movies are, we'll have to see how they pan out. But the thing that I'd want to see the most, yeah, is Black Mask. I think that's like the number, that and the Court of Owls are like the number one things that I want to see. I'm I'm still banging the drum of like view, uh, Victor... Um freeze victor freeze and stephen strange not stephen strange dr strange what's dr strange no oh my god just hugo strange oh god i'm an idiot hugo strange yeah i'd be okay with not seeing hugo strange i i I mean like it'd be cool victor freeze he's in that list as well he's like an anti-hero though but you could make a great story with him i know that people Mm -hmm. refer to um the Arkham, we're back to the video games. I know people refer to Arkham Origins. Uh, what is it? A Heart of Ice or Cold? I don't remember what the cold, DLC. Cold yeah, Cold Cold Heart, that DLC. They said that that's the best. That People say that that's like one of the best ones to ever come out. Cold Cold Heart, Batman. Yeah, it's in Arkham Origins. I, that one's like widely regarded as, I think, the best story bit they people regard that as the best story bit in the Arkham series. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't think I ever played this one. No, we didn't cuz we didn't buy it. Cold Cold Heart Batman reception. Yeah, it's got a high rating. It's like 7 out of 10 on IGN, so that's got to mean like it's a 10 for us. Yeah, probably. What the heck is going on here? Um, but yeah, so that's the Batman news that you had mentioned to me earlier. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the worst show on TV right now. Psycho. Go watch Andor. Who said that? Me. Wow. Dude. That show's so bleeping good. It's. I know people so are going good. I know people are going nuts for House of the Dragon right now, but I haven't I even watched the last episode. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. I I was gonna watch it and then I never got around to it and now I'm just like I'll catch up gonna, on it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for these next ones to come out, honestly. Dude, Andor is just I it is must watch TV. It, I uh I, it's better than Mando. It is. It's it's better a, than Mando. It's giving the Clone Wars a run for its money as well, just with its storytelling. The Clone Wars is great. I love the Clone Wars. It's giving some of the like. I think where it falls now, I like it more than I like Andor right now more than Mortis, and I like it more than Umbara. 
no i was gonna say that's where it like reaches like it's because i think the best stories then are siege mandalore ahsoka leaving umbara and then i'd like and or like falls like in like that bit where i think it's great storytelling and then be like mortis and what's the other one uh but the, the citadel arc that one's a great one too what about yoda his little journey in the force yeah it's cool I, it's only, i think it could have been drug out for another episode Bro, because you didn't I... talk about the Martinez sisters. Oh no! Oh no! Not the Martinez. They're taking Please. my ship. Please, Rick and Morty. <laughs> Rick and Morty. But no, this—the storytelling on this show, even on like this—is a down episode. This is a down episode after what happened last week, and it's still okay. We're just gonna start from the beginning. If you haven't seen the episode, go watch it. Dude, the opening! Oh my god, Admiral Yolaren is, is. This is why I have subtitles on. I'm sitting I'm... there watching, and I see Yolaren. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was freaking out in my chair. I would have had to go back and rewatch it because I think I might have got it if like I didn't have subtitles on. But the fact that I saw it and then I was like waiting to see him, I was like, no way. Yeah. The way, like, and this episode, I, I believe I've read is like it's its own standalone thing. It's not a part of an arc. Like, there's gonna be like a three episode arc after this, and then a two little episode finale thing to finish off season one. Because this felt like a little like standalone episode. Everything, it, the way this is shot, the way the score is composed, the storytelling, the acting. I yeah, have, I have. We're going from front to back. I want to go through the story from front to back because I don't want to get out of pace because there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. This, So I agree with everything you said. Yeah. I think everything about it is great. The score, I mean, I guess I can't think of like it's, it hasn't stood out to me, but it also hasn't pulled back. I think it's it's serving its purpose. Yeah. Like I think it's amplifying the story in like the proper ways. Yeah. Um, no. the That ISB meeting though at the beginning of the episode – I love the fact that we're finally seeing the empire like it's being an empire now. Like their strength, they're just like absolutely have, they have a chokehold on the galaxy. They're strengthening their grip so hard. I forgot that you Lauren was ISB. This is, and this show is showing how democracies fall. Like, like, Oh yeah, you get it. Oh, this is what democracy dies with thunderous applause. It's a memed line. Yes. That thing happened. This is showing how like it takes the rights when like, He's like, as of today, the following acts are in order. P-O-R-D. And it's just like, this is... Yeah, the Empire just has full... You you, uh, you badmouth the Empire, you're going to jail. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we're jumping back to the end. Uh, we'll, we're, we'll get there. But I that whole ISB meeting at the beginning... I that's what I was waiting for last week where I was saying like we need to see more ISB focused stuff and I love the fact that like we just lost 80 million credits this cannot be happening how did you I'm gonna how did you F up this bad <laughs> like yes. and then when he's when Jularen's like I just personally met with Emperor Palpatine and I'm just like Oh my god! <laughs> I was freaking out. They said that they're like, I have a meeting. The the he said Palpatine's calling the Emperor's calling a meeting tonight. They I was hoping we were gonna see it. 
I didn't think he said he was calling the meeting tonight. He said, I'm meeting with something. I like, because I had, I reached, I rewatched part of it at work on my lunch break because I, I loved it so much the next day. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, I really hope we see this Senate thing with Palpatine. I, dude, I am praying that we get to see like what's the fallout of them losing 80 million credits because that has to make its way up to the top well it did it's all over the news palpatine's issuing degrees i love like this makes me so happy that like you actually get to see the empire like absolutely tightening its grip on the rest of the galaxy over this one little six people did this and now the empire is completely just like all right we're guns out we're doing this yeah we do not Um, care anymore this is what it causes the regional governors to have to take over like this is like this is like the chain of events that then like sparks what happens well and deidre sees that she's like we're like she's like we're screwing this up we're we are overreacting this is exactly what they want us to do i she honestly might be kind of right though like i think if they kept that as a central if they kept it as a centralized like government and palpatine kept overseeing everything because then the ISB, I think, would still have more control instead of, like, each of, like, the governors of their own system would be like, we're not going to assist you with whatever you want. Yeah. Because everybody in the Empire is just so arrogant and narcissistic about themselves that they're so focused on their own achievements and their own goals. Because you see literally that with Krennic. Me. Yeah, literally. Um, I, just I can need, talk I... about the ISB forever. Well, here's the thing. I got home from work. And I am like this. It's hit the point where I am racing. I am changing out of my dirty work clothes. I'm hitting the power button for Disney Plus. I'm oh, running to get out. food ready. Oh, can you hear me? My back. Yeah, I hear you're you. Fine. You cut out for like two seconds. I okay. So I get home from work. I'm quickly taking all my dirty work clothes off. I'm putting clothes on. I'm turning on Disney Plus. I'm heating up food. I'm getting everything ready. So I I sit down as the episode is starting. I have. A carbon lime in my hand. Please sponsor us. I will plug sparkling no. water till I die. Sparkling water sucks. <laughs> Don't listen to that. I will sponsor it. Um, I'm sitting down. I'm eating food, and it opens with the alarm in this meeting. And I am sitting in my chair. I'm like, I can like just explode with happiness. I watch the episodes at night. I love sitting down and watching them at night. Um, I, I I'm. <sighs> I honestly think we might have to start recording these episodes. Recording what episodes? Like our reaction. I I think we should f- record our reaction to the finale. If, well, if it's two, if it's a two part finale, I think we might have to for both. Like you we were could. saying. Then we'd have to cut it all together. Oh yeah, we could do it as watch. No, we don't have to cut it all together. All right. We could do it each episode each week, but we'll have to see when we get to the finale. We still have a lot to get through from there um i love seeing the uh the star destroyer coming to uh is that what yeah aldani Mm -hmm. i loved that shot i mean like this the effects weren't the greatest for that but i they still looked pretty decent they weren't like the best that they've been that's the only issue that's that was a tiny issue like i the proportions of the star destroyer to like the mountain didn't feel accurate enough it felt like the star destroyer was also like really freaking close to that mountain like i felt like it should have had a little more clearance over it 
Yeah, it was that part. I was like, I don't know if I'm entirely buying this. I'll tell you what, though. Bix on the speeder bike or Cinta, not Bix. Cinta Cinta on the speeder speeder bike. That did not look good, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I I, I get it. Pay attention to that too much, honestly. Because it's just her trying to, like, get away as far from the scene as she can. Um, But I wish, honestly, I wish, I love the fact that the Empire is rolling up immediately, like, the next day after it happens. Like, yo, we don't play games like this. It was, like, these things where I was, like, if I ever cosplay for Star Wars, it is going to be as an ISB agent. And there's, and that's it. It even watching like the recap of last week's episode where this episode opened and it was showing what happened last week. I didn't, did you skip the recap? I think I did. I think I just, I was like, I just need, I was like, I need to start this right now. No, 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 wait, no, I did. No, I did watch it because I skipped it at work. Cause I was like, all right, I've ever, I've already seen this. I want to just get into this. I re yeah. I, I, cause I, I just like watching the recaps to see like what they have in there. I rewatched it again, watching, um, Nemec get crushed by those payroll credits mm. again i still was like oh yeah the, like my the internal... weight of the impact and the force on that they, they framed that very well my internal organs cried for him um no so we're still we were just talking about the opening scene there which is phenomenal great great opening scene yeah. um and then there's we were talking about the Star Destroyer coming in and the Empire absolutely rolling up on Aldani. Um, I have to because this is like one of the things that I was talking about this episode and I was texting you about. I I genuinely think there's three great characters in this show, and I think it's like one A, one B, one C. One yeah. A, in my opinion, is Mon Mothma. She is. She is phenomenal. She's the most. I do, she is up there with the most interesting characters in all of Star Wars. Genevieve O'Reilly is absolutely eating up this role. Like, she is... She, they gave her the script, and she devoured it. Like, she she's, came she's to She's balling out of control. She's balling out of control right now with her performance. I, like, I, she understood the assignment. She really understood the assignment for, like, what her character had to do. <sighs> the writers understood what they had to do with her character as well to make her compelling and interesting, like bringing her back just so it's not like, Ooh, she's from the prequel trilogy. So you'll recognize her. It's like, no, she's from the original trilogy. Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. No, I continue. I was like, bro, she's not. I was 1980, dude. She is not that young anymore. It's 83. You fake fan. I say 80 just because it's, like, the middle point for, like, all of them. Yeah. Um, But the whole dinner party sequel... Okay, so, no, first, the scene with her and Luthen, where they're having their argument with one another, basically, while her driver's sitting outside, and she's telling him, like, you, what did you just do? And he's like, rebellions cost money. This is what I did. He said, I told you, you could, like, you could walk away from what's about to happen, but nothing will be the same. I honestly cannot rank, when you say 1B1C, 1A1B1C, I know who the other three you're thinking about, and then I forgot about how good Stellan Skarsgård is. I put them all on, like, S-tier characters. That's why I give them 1A1B1C, because, like, I, 
I'm just giving them letters, yeah. but like they're all number one. I can't yeah. rank any of these characters because they're all so good and their performances are great. But excuse me, um, just burping like he gets paid too. I thought it was a bug on my window. Um, the whole argument between them, while he's still doing this front of uh, being like a merchandise uh, Pawn Star dude. Um, it's fun. I love just that whole bit between them. But then the dinner party with uh, Mon Mothma and her husband that they're hosting. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. When she's talking about the Mon Mothma you see as a front. She's like, like the yeah. one that supports the Empire, the one that shows face and is kind of like a pain in the back. And it's like, oh, she's off doing her thing again. She's kind of like relating herself to an airhead and she's just being like that little. She's just being the thorn in your side that nobody cares about. Yeah, like she's just she's harmless. Don't worry about her. And her charity is not harmless. Her charity is the rebellion. She's going to be funneling a lot of money. It's so I love that she I'm nervous though about her uh her friend cuz he says he's not he's not an emp- empire sympathizer. He said he's very anti-empire. Um He's either going to die or we just maybe don't ever see him again. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I think Luthen's going to be I mean, she didn't give him the full details. She was good at like hopping around what needed to happen, but yeah. It, I Luthen's not going to be happy, but no, no, he's no, no. He was in, he was in support of it. I uh, only was like, yeah, I'll bring someone else into the fold. Can you hear the vacuum cleaner running? Not really at all. Okay, someone is just cleaning their carpet right now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know. I'm just I'm it's so in shock, and we haven't even gotten to Deidre placing all this stuff together. That's one B. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know who this actress is, but she is blowing this out of the water as the Imperial officers when done right are the best freaking characters on screen. She's pulling all the stops out. Well, she bodies Blevin in front of the entire ISB council. Part of Gaz is like, "Hmm, yes, you're right. Everybody should be like her. I love that Blevin was like, I want to call out Deidre. She's a... basically taking advantage of the authority that we've been given and she's Ill- illegally taking all the information from all the systems and she isn't allowed to do this and then she gives justification justification for it part of gas is like yes she's right you're completely focused on her taking this information while you're not even focused on why she's taking it so we're gonna take your system away and give it to her i the whole i love the fact that like it's just a game of chess between all of them yeah it's, it's just a big game of chess you know what i think about when i was when i was watching the scene i was like they really saved richard e grant for the last movie in the rise of skywalker so disappointing he would have been so good i mean he just got yeeted out of the front of his star destroyer alan rickman would have been phenomenal if he was still alive as well i would have been championing so hard for alan rickman to be an isb officer after seeing you lauren i would have been like we need to see alan rickman as isb oh my imagine if alan rickman no, no. I, I really like peter cushing as uh 
Grand Moff Tarkin, but like imagine. Oh my God, Alan Rickman as an Imperial officer is just the fact that we never got that just breaks my heart. R.I.P. the goat. I would have been championing for William Hurt to be an ISB officer as well. Oh God, yeah. He would have been he would have been very ferocious and intense with his character. To be, on, to be honest, I think William Hurt could have been Admiral Yularen. He could have. He looks like him. He does. Whoever they got as Yularen looks like him too. And I've it's not like I have any problem with his performance. He was straight what? up baller. Was wasn't he the voice of Yularen? Was that the guy who was the voice of Yularen? Maybe, maybe not. Who played Yularen? But so, yeah, no, the whole scene with the ISB then where they're talking about. Um, so the voice is Tom Kane. The whole scene with them was phenomenal. Maybe it wasn't Tom Kane. I don't think that's Tom Kane. Tom Kane voices like everybody. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Tom Kane. That <laughs> was not. Tom Kane voiced Yoda too. Holy moly, this guy can do it all. Shout out. Wait, no. You are an andor yeah. actor. Wolf. Dude, he's got the best first name. What? Wolf Yularen? Yeah, yeah Wolf Yularen. He looks like an old Super Mario guy. <laughs> um, uh, Malcolm Sinclair well, Malcolm is the actor. is the man. I hope, I'm crossing my fingers that he, this wasn't just a one and done for him. This, could... this came out of left field. You and I didn't even think Admiral Yularen would show up. No, we chatted about it a little bit. Like, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Yularen. Somebody I thought find we did. that clip because I do not think we said that at all. No. Maybe we didn't. And honestly, like in hindsight, this makes perfect sense that Yularen shows up. Because Yularen was, I, this is what we're focusing on the episode, but I mean, it's like a 10 second cameo. It serves the purpose in the story and it feels great to be a fan to know this. Dude's been kicking it since the Republic, and he's here now two years before he died on the Death Star, R.I.P. But, um... R.I.P. though, really? And he yeah. kind of turned into be a bad guy. I do, but I love the fact that... I mean, I'm not surprised that he's a big Empire supporter. I mean, it bums me out because I loved him in the Clone Wars. Like, he was always, like, such a good Admiral. And now in this... Yeah. it's It's phenomenal, though. Yeah. What does CL, COL stand for? Colonel? Yeah. So he's Colonel Yularen in this. Yeah, he gets, he gets promoted to Colonel. <sighs> Dude. This is just... It makes me so happy. Like, it puts such a big smile on my face to see yeah. him back. Um, but rolling into the next thing. Yeah, the dinner with Mon Mothma, phenomenal. The ISB scene where... Deidre absolutely dunks on Blevin, and then Partigaz tells her to watch her back because she yeah. kind of made herself public enemy number one now. Yeah, but because all of those dudes in there are like, F you. She's calling them out. She's doing her job, actually. Yeah. And I am rooting for her. We got to talk about Serial Karn. Serial cereal Karn? Isn't that his name? He, it's Cyril, but yeah, he eats cereal. So. Cyril. Cereal. Cyril. How do you say it? This poor, uh, regardless, he's working a dead end job in DOT or fuel purity or whatever. Yeah, the poor virgin. <laughs> Speaking of virgins, Sauron's an incel. 
Sauron sucks. Rings of Power is boring. Uh, oh we're going to talk God. about that at some point. That's not what we're here to talk about, though. I want to keep talking about Andor. Um, yeah, so his uncle got him this job. His uncle has to be Partigas or Yularen. No, Harlow's not Yularen. Harlow? Uncle Harlow. That is who Cyril Karn's uncle is. Maybe he's got an <clears throat> Then it has to be Partigas. I, you know, I, I, I said that, like, I think it could be part of gas. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, what a good uncle getting him a, jo- getting him a desk jockey job. Well, he said he wants to expunge his record and he, Karn just looks like he's one of those rabid empire supporters as well, where he gives, he gives his whole speech to the dude who's interviewing him. Like, why are you here? And he says how he acts basically got his entire battalion killed, his entire police squad killed. And then he says how he wants to expunge his record and he's trying to uphold the authority of the empire and lay down the law. I'm like, yeah, you need to die. (laughs) He's been drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid. He needs to die. Well, and then the guy's like, all right, well, no problem. He just goes, all right, your record's record's clear just so nobody asks about it. And then they walk around the facility that they're working in, average corporate America job. It was dad's former, former employer when he worked in the same building as mom back in another time. Gosh. POV, you're sitting in a cubicle (laughs) working in corporate America. (laughs) But I, so his story, I'm still waiting for it to like make its way back in, but I, it's definitely getting close. Like you can see it inching closer and closer. He's finally set up on Coruscant now as well. It yeah. looks like so. With his ma, his ma, you've got Cyril. no prospects. Cyril, you look like you want attention. Again, but there's no boring scenes in this episode. No, like, there isn't like, like a dull bit. People are complaining about when Cassian went back to try to get Marva and Bix, but like, Makes I sense. loved it because his mom's like, she's like, she's like, this is a rebellion. I want to be a part of this. Da, 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 xyz it's like it's just awesome mm-hmm. she wants to like live for something she's proud of and she's yeah. talks about how she's like lived in shame not shame but in yeah. the shadows her entire life and she wants to finally be proud and sort of have the confidence to be who she is so yeah no it's in like the whole story about like clem is actually his dad and his dad died at the hands of the newly was, formed empire, which was still had clone troopers, which are the clones. clone troopers we saw. <sighs> That's a tough scene. That was sad. That was real. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's like, I avoided that town. And Marva's like, I avoided the town square walking through there ev- all the time because I just, I could not stop thinking about Clem. But today after the news of this, I walked through with a smile on my face. It's like, power Jeez. to you it's awesome i, I freaking love the show man and then we haven't talked about space miami yet well we're getting there um i just wanted to say quick though i love that you actually get to see how the rebellion gets formed like we're actually seeing like the tiny formations of it because the way that uh revenge of the sith left off and uh new hope picks up there is so much like now that like we're sitting and going through it holy crap there is so much that has to go into it because like 
when it ended, there was no rebellion. And when it picked up, they were like, we got X wings. We got Y wings. We got all this infrastructure. It's like, how did you get from point A to point B? Yeah. And like people are like, Oh, there's too much. There's too much. This There's too much that like, it's like, Oh, we don't need to tell the story. I'm like, dude, you could tell stories in between the tiny sliver in between a new hope and um, empire strikes back. There's so many different stories you can tell within the Skywalker saga that does not involve Skywalkers. And like, yes, we've been championing to get outside of the Skywalker saga, you can tell stories within the saga. We didn't even mention it. We were talking about uh, the ISB uh, shipping lanes on Ord Mandel. Well, the bounty hunter on Ord Mandel changed my mind. I was like, I'm, dude, I heard this and I, I'm just geeking out over here. This, I get, ah, dude, the series makes me so happy. So, yeah, back to Space Miami. Like you said, I don't even know what planet it was. Nemos or Nemos? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like Nemus. Name, yeah some weird name um oh, but that's where cassian's laying low now with his two hundred thousand credits that he took for his work yeah and he's gonna die now as well well die because bell is now being hired out to take him out which i love how they were able to make a walk through coruscant one of the most cinema like the cinematography like one of the most engaging things of all time it was just uh luthan's i don't know what his assistant's name is but Clea. her just walked Clea, if that's her name, her walking through Coruscant was like one of the most cinematographic cinematography. Just, I don't know. Graphic is a made up word. I don't know what it is. Stop laughing at me. But, <laughs> it, it, like, the way that they set it up, like, they made it so engaging. Yeah, it's, well, she's literally just walking, and I'm like, I cannot take my eyes off the screen right now. I'm like, so I don't good. know where you're going. I don't know what's going on, but the way they're shooting this, I, I don't want to miss a single. Scene. aspect yeah. yeah um but yeah so space miami where cassian's laying low um he's under a new identity now without which whatever hooker he's banging um <laughs> but i mean it's interesting because i mean he's all he's living now with like you can kind of see him like where he's like living his life with like look always looking over his shoulder and i yeah. feel like if you're living your life look always looking over your shoulder you might as well just join the rebellion and like just be looking straight in front of you the whole time then because then yeah. you don't have to worry about looking over your shoulder you're facing it head on yeah he uh, and okay this whole sequence of like him on space miami and then getting arrested i was like this is a total allegory of police brutality in america i'm like what are you doing you look dangerous what are you doing you're being suspicious He's like i'm literally just walking to the grocery store i'm just a tourist <clears throat> and then they're like like kx unit come over here and then you have like oh it's k2so no it's the, no the it's random not. it has the red it's red exactly. he has yellow rings it's like it's like not every astromech droid is r2d2 not every protocol droid is c3po like get over it yeah every r unit is not r2d2 there's r4 r5 <laughs> r6 r7 they didn't understand that you don't understand your droids yeah um, but and he's like he's choking cat the robot picks him up puts him against the wall and is choking him he's like it says hang hang he's like i'm he's like he just meant hold i'm like if this is not commentary <laughs> on policing i don't know what is yeah um but so casting gets arrested i didn't think that this was gonna happen but i wonder how he's gonna get out of this but <laughs> I love that they talked about how he was 
he wasn't even like resisting arrest, but the lady that was uh, dealing out the sentences in one jank courthouse, whatever they were in, it's not even a courthouse. They're just saying what the crime was. And they're like, um, this is how many days you're spending in prison. She says to him, she's like, before the stuff that happened on Maldani, this would have been a three month sentence, six years. I felt like it was, I was watching Dark Knight Rises when he's like death or exile. I, I did too. I got like those similar vibes from it. It was, they were like, it's some bum prison. <laughs> I don't know where they were, but like, that was like, I was not. like, they went there in Tijuana now. Yeah. <laughs> Tijuana in prison. But it's interesting. I don't know where it's going to pick up, but I love the fact that like you see then where they're dealing out these sentences, just how overzealous the empire has gotten now they're just like like oh cool you want to steal 80 million credits from us could say goodbye to all of your freedom yeah this and this is what i imagine where it's like where cassian says and everybody says in rogue one it's like you're okay uh with the imperial flags waving over and like it's not a problem if you don't look up everybody's just now like at the part where they're just looking down and they're not doing anything about the empire. Like they, they can't do anything against this. I didn't even realize I wanted to see that until like this show came out. I, this is insane. Like the development of the characters, but also like each entity, the empire and the rebellion and the ISB. Cause we have to, but like the, the development that they're giving each of like these respective properties, I'll just say it's phenomenal. The world building is Stel- insane it's stellar yeah it's 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 stellar it's stellar scars guard yeah but i i don't know where it's gonna pick up after this and how casting's gonna get out of prison i he's gonna be like yo i have information on who uh who did the aldani and i don't know we'll see how this whole thing plays out but i can't wait for again i'm back to i can't wait for next week's episode uh one quick thing to run by because i gotta get going here um the direct says what did they just say i just saw what did they oh no 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 where did i go um they think that thrawn is going to show up in an andor episode yes or no do you believe that will happen hmm i don't think so simply because i think no, because the events of Rebels haven't happened. They're getting really close. I don't think the he, events of Rebels have happened yet, though. So he's possible to show up. Thrawn exists at this point. He is in the Empire because he works. He, he works. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 but the I'm saying the events of Rebels haven't happened because he gets sent with the space whales with Ezra to now Mando timeline. So like, I we're getting close to overlapping with it, but I think the rebellion still hasn't formed yet to where Rebels has begun yeah no it's i i agree um like we're, we're within like a couple months to like because this takes is this four years before or two years before this is four years before um rogue one rogue one so yeah five, like th- five years no four i remember it wasn't an even number it's not five it's five years before the battle of yavin we'll bet money on this five years before the battle of yavin it is 
Okay, so it is five years before. Anyways, though. So we're getting close to where it's like, I think I think Rebels takes place three years before, two years before. I don't know, but maybe. It's close. It's like four. It's like between like, I don't know when Rebels exactly starts and ends, but I know Thrawn, it's possible. I don't yeah. know. It's very possible. I honestly wouldn't want to see it, though. I would be okay with it if they used him in a proper way of like him hunting the rebellion that's fine or like like they assign him to this task force like the the isb starts working with the imperial navy and the, uh, like the captain of the ship or whoever they're assigned to is thrawn i would be okay with that because then it sets him up like oh my god this is thrawn and then when you see him in the ahsoka trailer later like oh my god that's the guy from andor is so thrawn is imperial navy is he not associated with the isb he's not in the isb he's a part of the imperial navy I don't know. I feel like you have so many good characters already that they're developing that I I want to see the ISB still be like a secret intelligence agency. Yeah. And I don't want Fair them enough. to expand out yet. Yet being the operative word. Season 2 you can do that. Where like yeah. season 2 you can still expand it with the Imperial Navy. I think I still want them to be acting like as a security intelligence like the CIA. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because I think you still have stuff that you can develop on with Deidre, Blevin, Partigaz. You could, maybe if you are is still, they're going to pull him in for stuff. I think you still have stuff that you can do with them before you bring in the Imperial Navy. Because then once you bring in the Imperial Navy, you can do a ton with that then. Yeah. But the Imperial Navy is now, Ularan said that, like, you're going to start working with the, um, like, I don't know if he said Imperial Navy or just the armed forces in general, the armed forces, but you're disrespecting a future U S army soldier, but I won't keep you any longer. Cause I know you got to get scooting, but it's, this is a phenomenal series. And this next week now, uh, we're going to have to reschedule what we were thinking of recording because tales of the Jedi come out, comes out. So we're going to have to really, do some rescheduling and think of when we can record rings of power, black Adam house, of the dragon and, or there's so much happening right now. We're, we're recording our black Adam review on Sunday. Well, this is coming out on a Sunday. So yeah, we're recording our black Adam review today when you see this and she Hulk is coming out today. I didn't get to put it out on Wednesday. It's been midterms. So I'm finally at the end of the week. So by today we mean Friday. So go back to, we posted an episode about she Hulk. I probably won't promote it at this point just because the good thing I can get into the Instagram account or yeah, you could do that. Yes, I get, but, um, yeah, that's the Legionnaire and is phenomenal. Keep watching it. It's, I think it's better than Mando. So, yep. Yeah. But with that, that. Uh, we'll see you with the hierarchy of the DCU being changed. Long live the Empire. I would agree. Bye bye. Whoa.